All right, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Rice and Beans Cast. It is season two, episode 13. It is March 30th, 2022. And yeah, that's about it. I don't know. How's your week been so far, Shu? It's been pretty good. Uh, good. My mom came and stayed for the weekend. So we got to do all that fun shit. It's always nice to see You know, like uh, waking (laughs) up at six in the morning. That was awesome. That that sounds amazing. Yeah, it, I mean it was cool. I liked hanging out with my mom, but uh, I think the next people who come and stay with us, there's a there's a rule you can't you got to sleep until eight at least. Mm. Like no more, no more fucking six o'clock bullshit. That was obnoxious. Like one of the days. Uh, so she stayed like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then went home Monday, but. I think it was Sunday. I wake up to uh, Ava and my mom just watching a movie loud as shit. It was like 6 in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck? I get up and just stare at him. Oh, sorry. Were we being loud? It's like, all right. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Volumes cranked to 60 on the TV. Sorry, are we, are we loud? It was, abs- <laughs> it was absurdly loud. Uh, I, I completely understand that feeling because every time that my mom wakes up, it's like... It's not 6 a.m., but it's, like, 7 a.m., and I you know, usually sleep in until, like, 9. She's always, like, watching some kind of video on on her phone or, like, talking really loudly, and it's... I understand your pain completely, and it hurts. But I'm glad that you still had fun, you know? That's that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I lost <laughs> a bet, though. Uh, so now I have to be Christian for two weeks, so I can't say, like, GD or JC. Ah. So... This was a bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, the fuck was it on? I can't remember what it started off as, but I think it was like arm wrestling. Mm. And then it turned into uh, who could do a longer plank, Ava or my mom. And then I can't remember the last one, but uh, Ava, ended, Ava ended up winning. And then I ended up having to be Christian for two weeks. So, yeah, I'm so sorry for your loss. Also, do it you, is what it is. Do you, do you think your mom let Ava win, or do you think it was actually no. like no? Okay, no. no, no, no. All right, I've lived. I lived with that woman for eighteen years. I think I know when she fucked something up, and mm. uh, that was not that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. Um, anything else interesting happened during your week? Nah, not much. Just kind of hanging out. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. What about you? Um, well, I, other than, like, work and stuff, um, have you, I think last week or something like that, you talked about, like, you weren't getting great sleep, right? Yeah, still not. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, I think you passed that on to me somehow, because, like, these last, like, couple of days, like, five days or so, it's like, I, I pretty much take, like, a two-hour nap wake up for another like four hours and then take another two hour nap. And then that's like all the time I get to sleep. And so I'm extremely exhausted right now, but I know that if I try to go to bed, I won't be able to. So I don't know what's going on. And I think, I think my mom's having the same issue too. And she's just like, I asked her this morning. She's like, yeah, I haven't been getting good sleep either. So, uh, my house is haunted and I need the ghoul boys help to see what's going on. But that's, that's how my week's been. I also, um, so technically, I didn't get 
a yes or a no to talk about this. So I'm going to talk about this because I think it's amazing. But um, my family is a big part of like um, uh, Chinese American rights and stuff like that. And so obviously one of the big things about it is uh, the transcontinental railroad and like the golden spike and that kind of stuff. And so we were contacted by like a small team of people who are making a video game for for this and do you remember like Oregon Trail that kind of game and stuff like that yeah yeah so apparently it's going to be a lot like that and um it's from Intervalum Studio and it's called Forgotten Trails Heart of the Transcontinental West and I don't know if that if they're sticking with that name or not, but I know it's like very early in development and stuff, and they're asking for like our input as Chinese Americans and how uh, it affected us to this day and stuff like that. So it, I think it's going to be a very interesting game because it seems like they're trying to do. It, it's supposed to be like a um, informational like learning game, but I feel like they're adding too much stuff into it at the same time because it's um. Obviously, it's teaching you about, like, the effects it had both in China and in the U.S. Um, they're trying to get, like, a lot of accurate stuff to happen, which I think is also good. And then they're also trying to... Uh, they're also making it so the game will be in, like, beginner's Chinese. And then, like, have, like, the um, the writing in Chinese on the bottom. And I don't know. I haven't seen anything on the page that they have for this if there's going to be any like English translation to help people learn. So it's kind of weird, but going through like the, the page that I'm on right now, uh, they're taking like a lot of like the artistic ideas from like a bunch of other games and like um, movies and stuff that deal with a lot of like Chinese culture. And so far it looks amazing. It's about like um, a brother and a sister who like, I think the, brother goes off to america to help build the railroad to get money for his family which is how um a lot of this happened back in the day in the 1800s is you know um chinese boys would go over uh, a lot of the times with like their father and stuff to get money to like help you know their wife their daughter or whatever and so uh that's kind of how it goes I, uh there's not much about the story so far but so i, I think it looks amazing and I mean, I'm excited to to see what I can do to help make this game. I just I just thought I'd share it because this seems pretty cool. I actually get to work on a game for once <laughs> instead of just yeah. playing them. So, yeah, I mean, I hope that the developer gets back at me before I post this to see if it's good or not. So this may be a cut segment, but we'll see. Um, I think he'll be okay with it. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, this is something that has been going around the world a lot during – the time of this recording but i mean what do you think of that slap will smith is a fuck yeah for sure i mean like i think it's i think he was pretty dumb to do that <laughs> what do you think <laughs> uh i mean he's he's everything i've been fucking rallying against on this thing be like it's a fucking guy who doesn't have his own fucking backbone, mm -hmm. and so his woman has to be it for him, so he's just a little bitch. I don't... I don't know. I mean, especially Chris Rock, of all people, like, I don't think he ever hit anyone in his life. No. And you, uh... 
you laugh at the joke, and then your wife gets all fucking upset. Because so she's an up, she's an uptight bitch. Yeah, and it's just I don't even know. I guess even at the so she has like Instagram posts where she's, oh, all I can do is laugh about it. And then even on the red carpet that day, she was just like, yeah, like this is just what it is. And I make I laugh at tons of jokes about it, but apparently not that one. So uh, fuck Jada. I mean, obviously, since apparently yeah. that's not hard, she's just gonna go around and fuck whoever she wants, and he has to watch because he's a spineless cuck. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, Will Smith is a fucking pussy. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I ain't got any fucking time for that shit. It's everything that is the embodiment of everything that I've been hating on since we started this. It's just a fucking guy who doesn't want to be a man. So yeah, did you? Yeah, did, fuck off. Did you see his like apology for this and stuff like that? How he's like, no. oh, I was in the wrong. Yeah, it. it it is 100% like it just looks like it was just for PR. Like it doesn't look yeah. like he wrote any of this. It's like his uh his manager or whatever just wrote it up just say just say this whether you believe it or not that's up to you. I don't care. Just just get this so that you know you look a little bit better. But my favorite part about all of this is just all the memes that have come out for it. Like all of the the people using it in like uh video game like gifs and just using it as a joke. Um one of my favorite things I saw was that um, what is what is the exact words he says? It's like keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth or something like that. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah, I I love seeing that where it's like Will Smith says to keep his uh, his wife's name out of your mouth, but you but you don't have to keep um his wife out of out of your uh, out of you or something like that. And it was uh I don't know. I just thought that hit differently, and it just. It, it, it gave think, me a good chuckle. <laughs> I think my favorite thing that came out of this was that there's um there's a guy who used to play for the Denver Broncos and the Baltimore Ravens and he has a like a sports show that's on nationwide and he's just like I don't know why the fuck you slap Chris Rock he's just saying something about your wife when uh, someone else is doing your what your husband duties when you're supposed to be doing them yeah <laughs> I was like oh, yeah that makes sense man. It is. Will Smith's a cuck. I haven't liked him in a while. Like, I liked him when I was a kid, but then, like, as you get older, you find out this dude is, like, a total douche. Yeah. I mean, and, and he doesn't even try to hide it, so I guess I got to respect him on that part, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, everyone's just like, oh, don't beat your fucking celebrity people. Yeah, I don't. Fuck that guy. Yeah. That, that dude, I hope he has to live a, a normal life for the rest of his life. <laughs> Can't get <laughs> another role or something like that. I don't know. I mean,. Both sides of it, like, I don't think Chris Rock is a great human either. Like, he can be funny at times, but then he also is kind of like, I don't know. He's he's not exactly the greatest person in the world either. Same thing with Will Smith and then his wife and stuff like that. And it's just, it, I'm very surprised that Will is still, like, his his wife and everything like that, even after all of this shit that they go through. Because he's a fucking yeah. cuck. Just, ugh. Cucks don't make any sense. We don't need you. Fuck off. Yeah, it's it's not good. That's all I'll say. But um, do you do you shop at like a Dollar Tree or Family Dollar or something like that? No, why? Oh well, I have something to rival our Popeyes rodent issue, which is uh, there's been at least a thousand dead rodents, urine, feces, and dead birds uh found in a Family Dollar like uh facility distributing facility and so i'm just gonna quickly go through this article which is uh family dollar is recalling products across six states after a fumigation at a distribution facility in arkansas 
Yeah, Arkansas uh, revealed a pretty bad rodent infestation. And so, so far, what they have found is, let me see if I can find the exact numbers that they said. Um, so, obviously, more than a thousand dead rodents were found. I believe it was somewhere around 2,500 like rats, and then like half of those are dead multiple dead birds um there's urine that seems to be from the animals but they're actually still not 100 sure about it and then like uh, obviously a bunch of bird droppings and the items that <laughs> were getting recalled were dietary supplements cosmetics uh including skincare products baby oils lipstick shampoos and baby wipes animal foods including kibble pet treats and bird and wild bird seed medical devices including uh, feminine hygiene products surgical masks uh, contact lens cleaning solutions bandages and nasal care products and over-the-counter medications including uh, pain medications eye drops dental products uh, antacids and other medications for both adults and children you can get prescriptions at a dollar store i i i think these are over-the-counter like stuff so i don't think they you can get prescription stuff there but it's like just like ibuprofen and stuff like that if you can't if you can't fucking tell that your ibuprofen tastes like fucking piss it, you got other issues pal like i i don't know <laughs> yeah uh report the report said inspectors found dead bird uh Okay, I guess dead birds, I'm guessing is what it's supposed to say. Uh, bird droppings and products stored in conditions that did not protect, protect against contamination. It said that Family Dollar's internal records uh, show it found more than 2,300 rodents in the facility between March and September of last year. Gross. Uh, and then this is the statement that, they came up, uh, that Family Dollar came up with, is that they said in a statement that... It isn't aware of anyone becoming sick from using products from from the facility, but contamination from rodents can cause salmonella and infectious disease. So anyone who purchased and consumed products from the, uh, products produced at the facility and became ill are encouraged to contact a health professional right away. So, I mean, I, it seems like they just said, eh, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, we we uh we don't know anyone who became sick from our products, but sure. Well, now that you know about this, we'll just quickly recall all of these stuff. And it's from uh six states. Um, it doesn't say which states, which is concerning. But I don't know. This is it may be called Family Dollar because you know everything is supposedly one dollar, but this is this is really bad. <laughs> And uh, I'm really glad that you don't shop at these, and I should probably tell my family not to shop at these. But hey, you know, that's what happens, right? So, do you think this is worse than Popeyes? I'm trying to compete with it. Uh, no, no, because it I'm, didn't say it didn't say food. Yeah, not human food at least. But yeah, definitely dog food I mean, and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, rat piss and shit and dollar store dog food is the least of your worries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like there's higher concerns as to what's going on. Yeah, and then if you're also getting, you know, over-the-counter medications and stuff like that at a Dollar Tree or dollar, uh, Family Dollar, I think, I think that's another issue that you guys should think about. I mean, 
for like a cheap first aid kit, I get it. But yeah, you probably shouldn't be going. I mean, who would have thought that the dollar store was cutting corners and just letting rats piss and shit all over your stuff? Who could have seen that coming? Not me. (laughs) Not me either. I don't know. But yeah, I just getting the, the word out to our five listeners, you know, about this just in case you never know. Right. And then uh, a little bit more bad news. You remember last week, I believe we talked about uh, Narcissa Wright, the the Twitch streamer who, who threatened yeah. Twitch. Yeah, um, her, her permaband got reversed. It's now just a 22-day suspension. So I just want to say I think, I think they made a mistake that I don't think they should have changed it to a suspension. I think it should have stayed permanent, especially after the comments that she made. But I don't know. Who would have thought Twitch would fuck up again? Right. And uh, it's also stated in the like email that they sent her that she shared on Twitter is that no attempting to evade restrictions placed on your account may result in additional penalties up to and including indefinite suspensions, which she also shared that she has two permanently banned accounts on Twitch that when she tried to you know, evade the suspension. So I guess they're not going to do anything about that. I don't know. Just, I thought, you know, a small little update for the story from last week would be a good thing to, uh, to get through. I just, I think this is dumb. <laughs> Twitch, Twitch needs to find something to do other than fuck up all the time, but Hey, it's all they can do. Fuck up and earn money. Right. I mean, when your parent company's Amazon, it's kind of hard not to make money. Yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the Twitch news that I had for today. Cause uh, same thing with Twitch as always. It's just people getting banned and people getting pissy, right? So it's nothing changed other than that. It's a small update. Um, one thing I do want to talk about, just a little gaming news, is just quick review of. Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is, I recommend it if you like Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing games like that. It is very, very good at handling that. It's, I kind of just see it as like a FPS version of Divinity Original Sin 2, so I think that's good. Um, it's on the same engine as Borderlands 3, so if you're like me, you might get motion sickness from playing it. But other than that, it's great, and you get to blow up the ocean, finally. And that's the entire review I have so far. I've only like a third of the way through the game. But um, just a little bit more news, if you don't mind, which is, um, do you know what a PFAS is? It's like a chemical thing. Nope. It's called per and polyfluoroalkyl uh, substances. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly how to say this. I'm going to post it into the Discord, the name of it. And I don't know if you want to try giving that a shot, but uh, shortened, it's just PFAS, which, I mean, yeah. Um, so pretty much it's a substance that is used for, like, non-stick coating and stain-resistant materials. So it's used a lot in, like, food stuff. And do you think that this stuff is bad or do you think this stuff is good? Because a lot of the stuff that I've read is saying that this stuff is bad, but yet everybody still uses it in like cooking and stuff. So, um, cause the article that 
came to to show me what this stuff was was an article reporting that like uh fast food places like chick-fil-a mcdonald's taco bell burger king and other restaurants who were uh had this chem like chemical substance like part of their packaging for the meals it can cause like a higher chance of cancer uh which to me just sounds like eating fast food but apparently now everybody's up in a tizzy about it and trying to get the stuff removed like do you think this is an issue because i i could give less of a shit but at the same time i just wanted to see your opinion i mean it is what it is what am i gonna do to change it i don't i don't have an opinion i don't everything gives you cancer like yeah. uh non-stick stuff obviously that's been a rumor for a very long time um tinfoil if you use tinfoil at all apparently you'll just get brain cancer and drop dead uh isn't there like deodorant with like aluminum in it too yeah Yeah. supposedly that causes cancer and then oh shit finds out only if you uh have like a sensitivity to aluminum uh gluten was a thing for a while i don't give a fuck yeah i don't like i'm not you're gonna be one of those people who has to eat just bland ass fucking food and drink like super filtered water. No thanks, I'm out. Yeah, it, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun. Fuck that. Yeah, it sounds like when I was like reading through this and re- doing some research about it, it, it just seemed like the the same kind of like caution that people had against MSG when people are like, oh, MSG is like really really bad for you and stuff like that. So I don't know. It just seemed kind of dumb, but. Apparently, all the uh, the companies that that got tested for this and I guess I guess in their terms failed or something like that. Um, most of them are phasing it out by 2021, and some of them by the end of or sorry, that was a while ago. Um, expected to be phased out by the end of the summer, and then there's McDonald's and Taco Bell's who's like, yeah, we'll we'll remove them like 2025. When, you know, when you guys forget about it and then we won't actually do it. I just that last little bit of it just made me laugh. <laughs> That's because it's just going to be a new fucking like they go back and forth all the time. Yeah. So it's just I don't I don't fucking know, man. Uh real quick, speaking of Tiny Tina's DLC, mm-hmm. can I say something and I'm sorry if this makes you mad, but uh I'm getting real fucking tired of literally everyone. Like I'm not even this is not an exaggeration. Everyone I know is like trying to make a D and D campaign. This shit's getting really fucking old. I'm like the amount of people who think they're like creative enough to build a story and shit is just not happening. Like there is some people who are doing it, and I'm just like, dude, you are bland as fucking paint, dude. Like there is, I ain't playing that shit. I am not like it's gotten to the point. Like I enjoy it. I am done. Like I ain't playing anyone's fucking campaign because everyone is. Oh, you should fucking play it. It's creative. No, it's not. I watched this on a TV show. I know. Like I'm done. Like no, I can't. Fuck this. I'm done with all of it. It seems like this has become like every. Like I get it. Like we started a podcast right when everyone started podcasting. So yeah, we're on this train too. But uh, yeah, fuck it. I don't. I don't give a shit. I genuinely don't. Like, I like cool. Good luck. I'm sure after the sixth, sixth session, it will continue. Woo. Yeah, no, I I completely understand that because um, I know you don't really want to hear about D&D stuff anymore, but, like, just to continue what you were saying is, like, I started my, my game um, on Sunday with, like, a bunch of work people and stuff like that, and everybody says that they like it, but from what I can tell from how I felt while playing it was, like, these people aren't into this at all. Like they don't seem that interested in actually playing through the story. They just seem more interested of just saying like what they want to do in this 
world, right? So I don't know. It just I don't feel comfortable <laughs> uh, continuing a campaign with like these these people I know from work because it just seems like oh like all they did was just they created their character and like as I'm trying to tell them like a story of like you know hey this is what's gonna happen like this is how uh, this win and this win and like how um your characters are involved in this and then like after i kind of said like you know what do you guys do right before like um your test or whatever like whatever was going on and they're like yeah i'm gonna go hit on chicks and i'm gonna go like fuck some people and i was like okay do rolls for it and then like they both failed and i told them like okay didn't exactly happen how you wanted uh and then they're like well no it did and they're just kind of like fighting me against it and they're like well you know i can make a world too i don't know it's it's, I just like look. <laughs> I think people should flex their creativity muscles. I get it. Like let your brain work on that because it only goes up. But do not come at me and try to tell me this is like the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't fucking care. Your first campaign's going to suck. Mine did. I'm not even trying to fucking hide it. It was god awful. But it's just like, dude, I don't I don't your really big odds are that your first campaign and probably, like, second or third are going to fucking suck dick. Like, and it's just, I'm tired of it. People are like, oh, I'm going to bring something creative to the table. And then they tell me, and it's like, yeah, cool. Uh, that was, like, in, like, third edition D&D. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, real creative, buddy. I just, I'm fucking sick of it, dude. Like, and that's, like, part of the reason, like, yeah, I know we toyed with the idea of, like, advertising a podcast, but, like, Whatever. I'm I'm a firm believer in like organic growth. Like if people want to listen to it, they'll fucking find it. Yeah. They will find it. And if it's good enough, people will tell other people. If you are the main person, you should not be the main peddler in my book. Let the people do it for you. Like if it's that great, then it shouldn't be an issue. And it's I just oh my god, fucking shoot me in the middle of the street if I have to hear that again. The oh, fucking <laughs> fuck! I'll, I'll meet you outside. Bring the twenty-two. That way, it just rattles around in my fucking skull. And like, if I don't die, at least I'm a vegetable. Yeah, I just, I one hundred percent understand what you're talking about, and like the the struggles it is when the second you mention to someone that like you're into D and D. It seems to be Instant. the only thing they want to Instant. talk about, right? It's just oh man, I've been thinking about a fucking campaign. I'm not playing it. I'm not. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, like I'll let someone else be a guinea pig. I, I, I won't I won't lie. I love Dungeons and Dragons and I you know, I like talking about it to people, but I'm not gonna bring it up every single second and tell them, You should do this, you should join my campaign, you should you should uh, check out this book and stuff like that and advice to all the people who like Dungeons and Dragons and are thinking of making a game. Your first game that you make should not be something that you came up with. The modules in there are to help you create a campaign, like to to help you run a first campaign with the module because it gives you a lot of help. And then after that, that's when like you should start thinking about, you know, like maybe I could uh, make a campaign without all of the additives from the modules and stuff like that when you want to try to create a world like that. But like all the people who are like, I'm going to homebrew my first session, my world stuff like that and then obviously they don't have all the details and stuff that completely flop that's what happens right and i'm experiencing that right that. now firsthand but it's i don't it's, know i just i don't fucking care like i don't like there's there's a couple other people and this is not towards you like if you know me if i got something to say <laughs> to you i will say it and this is a hundred percent not to you 
there are multiple people who come to me and tell me like what's going on in their campaign and like I'm I'm next time they bring it up I'm literally going to tell them be like am I a part of this campaign? No, then I don't fucking care. Like I don't. Like I don't care what Jimmy and Becky did. I don't. Like I'm not there. It's one of those stories you have to fucking be there to understand it. I wasn't there. Don't care. I just oh my god. I I don't know. I <laughs> I'll, look, I mean call me what you want, but like there's there's a line in a rap song by Lil Wayne and it's Real G's move in silence like lasagna. And I, I take that to heart. Be like, the baddest motherfuckers you know are the most creative ones. Aren't the ones going out like, oh, oh, look what I'm doing. Blah, 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 blah. Like, they just keep to their own. And I like I that has resonated with me or resonated with me for a while. And I just, I find it more true every fucking day. Like, I just, yeah. oh, my God. How How I like to see it is when you're at the table playing, that's when you talk about it. Other than exactly. that, don't even worry about it unless it's like actual questions about what's going on. Other than that, just don't talk to me about it. I'm doing my own or thing. Or if someone asks, that's fine. But if it's not like if it's, if it wasn't asked for, no one fucking cares. Yeah, <laughs> 100% I agree. Uh, no, no one fucking cares. <laughs> All right. Um, after that, I mean, I feel like that might have been your Earth Ambassador tomorrow's, but do you have? No. Do you have one? Well, actually, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. You know what? Yeah. Anyone who feels the need to tell me of what you're fucking doing, I don't care. Yeah. Like, go away. Get the fuck out. Uh, That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, there's that. I think, you know, Jada and Will could probably go up there, too. But uh, I have one right here, which is... Um, oh, I mean, without... I mean, I thought that was understood. But, like, yeah. we all seen it. And it was just like, oh, those two belong on Mars. I mean, the greatest... I mean, I don't know. I fucking losers, get out of here! <laughs> they got you all heated up. I like it. <laughs> Dude, it's so uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I I found kind of an article, but it's more of like a I guess it kind of counted as like a bounty put out on somebody. But re- oh, this will be good. <laughs> reward offered in shocking animal cruelty case in D.C. So if you live in D.C., there's a chance that you can win uh, twenty two and a half thousand dollars. Uh, so the Human Rescue Alliance announced on Tuesday, uh, yeah, the two th- uh, $22,500 reward for the person caught on camera picking up and slamming a dog on the sidewalk before kicking it and dragging the animal. So I'm, I'm obviously sending this person up. I, I have the video, shoe. if you'd like to watch this guy do this to his dog. I'm okay. I watched it and I felt fucking terrible. Let me t- I felt so bad for that dog. Uh, so yeah, uh, best-selling author Don Win- uh, Winslow, I think that's how you say it, is offering a two thousand dollar or twenty thousand dollar reward in addition to the uh, uh, twenty five hundred dollar reward offered by the Humane Res- uh, Rescue Alliance for in- information leading to the identification, resist, uh, oh my god, arrest and conviction of the person responsible. So, I mean, if you live in Southern DC, uh, this happened near Pomp. Pomeroy Road and Sheridan Road. Uh, yeah, maybe if you can find this guy, you can uh, <laughs> get the money. But yeah, uh, to describe the video, other than how they did it, um, he was walking his dog, this guy. The dog stopped for a second. So what he does is he pulls on the chain, uh, which lifts the dog up onto the sidewalk. Uh, the dog tries to sit back down again. He pulls on the chain again. The dog whimpers. Uh, he picks up the dog. 
slams it onto the ground like it's WWE, and then uh, the dog is whimpering, and you can see that it is genuinely hurt, and then what does he do next? He kicks the dog in the face, and then after that, he just continues dragging the dog along. So, uh, to this person, as I have put in my notes, if I can find it, um, I don't actually know what happened to my notes. <laughs> but, uh, as I said in this, um, Mars doesn't deserve you. Hell doesn't deserve you. I hope you die in a cruel and painful way. So, uh, go fuck yourself, dude. That's all I have to say. But no, no, send him to Mars. That way Jada can fuck him in front of Will. That? Uh, well. Scumbags tend to like other scumbags, so. I don't know. This guy should just get executed or something. I fucking... He has to die by Snoo Snoo from Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> I feel like that's worse than anything else. Uh, skin him and salt the wounds or something. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Make him eat out Jada Pinkett Smith. Be like, eat that thing. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, do it. Not right now. Will's going to watch, too. He's a little weirdo. Sit in the corner and watch, sicko. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't say his wife's names, everything goes, right? So. Uh, oh, I will, I will <laughs> say it every fucking day. Will Smith and the very minute chance that you hear this, your wife's a bald, ugly bitch. <laughs> I will say it every time. That's how I'm going to end every episode from here on out. Will Smith, until you divorce this woman and actually apologize, both things have to happen. Your wife is a bald, ugly bitch. Yeah, I, I can I can go with that. Um, but do you have any cunts and clits for us today? Yeah, I got a few. Awesome. I got a few. Um, gotta open up my maps. But I am good to go whenever. Dun, 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 dun. It's not a, it's not a lot though. It's not like the last time, the last couple times. It's been slow on news, unfortunately. But there's some good ones in here. Uh, we're gonna start in the United States. This will be a southern state. Okay. Uh, police find reported skeletal remains was a plastic prop. Louisiana. This is Texas. Hmm. Should have gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good one. Um. Yeah, apparently someone didn't even look. They just called the cops. And uh, the actual image is uh, kind of fucking funny. So are we turning because... into uh, England where we think it's a tiger sitting next to a tree, not a stuffed animal? Well, <laughs> I mean, we got some stories later on that right on par for England. Ah, lovely. <laughs> Those are the actual remains. And uh, I'm not a forensics professional, but uh, yeah, that's fucking plastic. I can see holes drilled into it. Yeah. Just and it shines. Bones aren't shiny. Mm-mm. <laughs> They're also usually a lot uh, dirtier than how those bones should look. But hey, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, even sun bleached bones and shit are not like that. Not at um, all. Uh, the uh, the cops that discovered it, uh, to be exact, the Converse Police Department. Shout out to them. I guess shoes need police <laughs> That's too. What I was thinking uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Upon arrival, they discovered a plastic prop skeleton discarded in a field. Uh, rem- the remains were removed and given a proper burial. Let's all work together and discard our trash properly to keep Converse clean. So, yeah. I mean, it's better than, like, some stupid-ass fucking way. Also, this thing doesn't have hands. Yeah. I, uh, look. I guess good it wasn't real, but still, like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there wasn't a dead body out there. But maybe, just maybe... If you find skeletal remains, you should probably go look and make sure they're real. Yeah. Uh, I feel like just a simple look, like up close and personal look, maybe a poke with a stick would solve a lot of these cases. Definitely. Even even just, you know, just like 
even at a distance, just throw something to see, you know? Like, you could hear the difference of something hidden bone and plastic. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we're going to stick to the same theme, but this time we're going to Europe. Ah. <laughs> Reported crocodile on the loose in this country was a two-foot-long toy. Um, Spain? Nah, this is England. They oh. fucking fell for it again. <laughs> Do they These have stupid alligators? bastards. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. I mean, yeah, you can make the argument that there's zoos and non-indigenous animals are there, but uh, I guess it'd be weird if a crocodile didn't move for, like, a whole fucking day. Uh, nice job, guys. <laughs> ah, see, look, these are the... Uh, these are the tweets I don't fucking like. Uh, police tweeted the the official... Sorry, this is the Kent Police Swale. S-W-A-L-E. Uh, this is on the Isle of Sheepy, or Sheppy, off the coast of Kent, England. Uh, this was reported by a jogger. Once again, a simple investigation with a rock or a stick would have figured out that this is not real, but instead we wasted people's times. Uh, police tweeted that officers were, quote, were snappy in getting there, and fortunately, it turned out not to be real. The reported, yeah, the reported alligator was two feet long. Police said the object was confiscated to prevent any further confusion. We are always looking to recruit extra investigators to join us, too. <laughs> this is why knife crime is running wild in England is because you keep tweeting shit like this. Yeah, this definitely uh, puts me in a stabby mood. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I, I got like six fucking knives out there. You know what? Fuck it. No, I don't know. Like, no one cares. Shut up. You're yeah. fucking. This is the second time in two weeks, dude. If I have to hear another online person scream how much smarter England is, I'm I got these bookmarked and I'm going to unleash these things like a fucking knife at a. English barbecue. Mm. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll come back to the United States on this one. Uh, a, this is going to be a Western state. Escape donkey surrenders to police officer's mustache. Boo. Um. <laughs> it's better than investigators. <laughs> Fucking losers. Mustache, really? I mean, I'll... Yeah. I guess Arizona? Uh, this will be California. What the? Yeah, because people have that mustaches, sure. (laughs) It's kind of hard. Yeah, I was about (laughs) to say, it's kind of hard to grow all that mustache with a soy. But, uh, uh, California police offer, officer, reading. Police officer was called out to wrangle an escaped donkey, said the animal. Surrendered due to being intimidated by the officer's mustache. The Reading the Reading Police Department said Officer Brian Berg and Cameron Hooks. As far as cop names go, those are pretty high up, right? Those are pretty what do you good. what do you think? I think those are good. Those are pretty good <laughs> cop names. Uh, oh, I don't know why. Okay, uh, were summoned to Quartz Hill Road neighborhood when a f- quote fugitive donkey named Kevin was spotted running loose in the area. Him and his big floppy donkey dick were just running down the highway. Uh, Berg said the four-and-a-half-foot-tall donkey didn't put up much of a fight. So there I was, Berg told the record searchlight newspaper. I get there, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. His ears are pinned back and thinking about running. But like most people I deal with, he saw the mustache, and he just said, I give up. 
Bird said Kevin turned out to be a nice donkey. We had we had some great help with some neighbors helping feed Kevin apples. That helped the situation a lot. Kevin returned to his home, the officer said. See, England? That's how you fucking talk to news agencies too, dickface. I mean, like, you can't see it, but I'm currently shaking my head because of the whole mustache thing, but still like <laughs> I mean it's look, I'll take this over puns. Uh yeah, for sure. There's Kevin the donkey. And uh, officer, let me get this right, Brian Berg. I mean, it's a nice mustache, but at the same time, like, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> it's his whole personality is a mustache. Hey, look, <laughs> it's better than some guy telling me his D&D campaign is going to revolutionize the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, fuck it. Mustache man wins in my book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is this? Oh, another European story. Mm. Um, firefighters rescue kitten trapped inside owner's bathroom wall. UK? This is the United Kingdom. Uh, not much to the story other than people are just complete dipshits and like didn't really think of what they have to do to their house yeah. before they own an animal. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the highlight of this Firefighters in Britain responded to a home where an eight-week-old kitten became trapped inside a bathroom wall only six hours after being brought to the house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> six hours. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, you think, do you think this couple learned or, like, this person learned that, like, in those six hours that they should also not have children ever? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this is the big warning this sign. This is the big test, and you failed <laughs> so fast. I <laughs> yeah, I don't... <sighs> I mean, it doesn't say how the fuck it got in there, and I'm guessing it was a pretty dumb way if it's not even put in here. I feel like uh, the there's probably, like, something in, like, the bottom cabinet of, like, the sink, and it was, like, able to crawl through the hole where, like, the, the pipes and, like, the hoses go through. That's my guess, but I don't know. This is... This is dumb. I don't know how it fucking ends up in a wall. Uh, the owner said... It was a glory hole. That's what it was. I found it. Yeah, he just, it was a glory hole in his own house. Uh, yeah. uh, the owner said, I had an idea to search the internet for mammy cat purring noises that I could play around the flat. This worked as the kitten responded to the cat calling sounds. The resulting meowing was coming from behind the bathroom wall. I was beside myself with worry as I thought the kitten would be petrified as he was just getting used to his new surroundings. Yeah, I don't fucking know. This guy I, catfished his, his cat into a wall. <laughs> I mean, he shouldn't have to. He would figure there's a way for a cat to get in the fucking wall and get stuck. You figure you would be able to fix that way. Uh, what a dumb bastard. Yeah, this is, this All right. is pretty bad. <laughs> England, you're looking real shitty. These past couple, this this, this past month has not been great to you. Mm-mm. Uh, speaking of dipshits, let's come back to the United States. Uh, this is going to be a Midwest state. Ah. Uh, woman calls 911 to complain about her KFC order. Uh, I'm going with Missouri on this one. Uh, we're going to go to Ohio. Um, Euclid? E-U-C-L-I-D. Yeah, sure. 
I'm... Apparently they didn't hear the I before E except after C. They got half, they got like one third of it right. <laughs> the other two thirds, not so much. Yeah. Uh, the call was about not receiving enough chicken at the KFC drive through The woman said she paid for eight pieces of chicken but only received four. I only got four pieces of chicken and I want my chicken, she told the dispatcher. The dispatcher advised the woman that her problem was a civil matter that should not be discussed or that should be discussed with the store's manager. But she insisted on, on an officer being sent to the scene. The department said an officer arrived at the eatery and told the woman there was nothing he could do about the issue. Oh, so they actually did do it. Uh, Euclid, Euclid, I don't know. Uh, police Chief Scott Meyer said the situation should serve as a reminder to the public not to use 911 for non-emergency issues. Yeah. While we're here to serve the public, uh, an incorrect drive through order is not a police matter. Neither is oh. uh, plastic skeletons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, this is a weird tie-in. Uh, the West Yorkshire Police Contact Management Center in Britain issued a similar reminder in 2020 when a resident called the 999 emergency number to report a new freezer that was ordered, that had that they had ordered, was delivered to the wrong address. So on, uh, yet again, guys. a completely separate article. <laughs> fucking shitting on England too. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Good, good work, everybody. Good work. <laughs> I'm shorted four pieces of chicken. Let <laughs> me call the sheriff's department. Get that yeah, I don't. Out. Ugh. I don't know. I mean, every every time we've gotten like a fast food and something was wrong, they always fixed it. I don't know yeah. why you had to call nine one one. I mean, if you showed up like twenty minutes before they close, yeah, I hope your food does get fucked with. You're a douche. Yeah, one hundred percent. But like, I'm not saying they should spit in it or something. But yeah, you get robbed four pieces of chicken. We're gonna eat the other four. Uh, yeah, I don't ever, don't ever do that to any restaurant. Don't go in like. <laughs> You know, I would say 45 minutes before they close, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, if it's, we got the rule of fucking, like, if it's an hour before they close, we don't go. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't care how bad we want Subway. We're not walking in at nine fucking o'clock. Mm-hmm. My, 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 uh, I always say my minimum is like minimum, or, um, I, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but like 45 minutes or like. Not at all, right? Like, just... Yeah. I, I don't know how I was going to explain that, but, yeah. I, I mean, we... It's not like we're perfect about it. We have fucked up. There was a time where it was reported that this place didn't close until midnight. We show up at 10.30. They close at 11. And so we were we were pretty mad at ourselves. Not at them, at ourselves. And I was like, ah, this is the best spit food I've ever tasted. Uh, if I'm, like, okay. really, really hungry and I decide to go against my own rule and do this, I usually leave a good tip. <laughs> that's my own, like, that's, yeah. that's usually how yeah. I try to make up for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm still eating your spit, but I gave you a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at least you can feel bad about it later. <laughs> and I have my <laughs> Yeah, that you feel bad. I, I, I have an upset stomach because I ate hepatitis C spit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it all balances out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Okay, so one more before the David Rush or not David Rush segment. Ooh. Um, so do you want to pick the state this happened or the stuff that they found? Um, 
I think, honestly, I think I saw this article, but my issue is I don't remember where it was. So. All right. So we'll go with where it was. Uh, so I'll give you the Northeast region of the United States. I think I remember uh, where this was now. <laughs> where Where do you think it was before I start? Was it New Jersey? It was New Jersey. Okay. Uh, I... So, they, yeah, they volunteers were cleaning up a beach, and uh, some of the stuff they found uh, is not typical stuff I think you would find at a beach. There <laughs> are a couple normal ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go over this. Um, should we? Um, this is from the Associated Press, by the way. What's up? Should we try to think of a story of how this stuff ended up there? I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't. We're we're gonna start off pretty tame with a hunk of human hair. Uh, <laughs> it is New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> this is this is New Jersey. I'm, maybe someone got their weave pulled. It's where the old uh, and a full. Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe Jada Pinkett Smith was up there. Uh, a full set of dentures. Uh, a thong. I mean, I feel like that'd be pretty normal to find at a beach. Uh, once again, back to the weird. A used Narcan kit, which is what you give someone who overdosed on painkillers. Uh, several marijuana bags. Once again, pretty normal, but they are empty. A bullet casing and a fake eyeball. Hmm. Uh, other things included a parking ticket, a lottery ticket, a glue stick, a mini refrigerator, a toilet brush, a TV remote control, a mason jar filled with, we hope, liquor, a plastic monkey, and a set of rosary beads. <laughs> possibly for someone who was... <laughs> Wait, possibly from someone praying for the cast of characters that left this all behind. <laughs> So, yeah, oh, I mean, they cleaned a up a beach, stuff. and we get to laugh at people who left behind their underwear and a used Narcan kit. Mm. Seems like uh, one wild party or one house got thrown into the ocean, and this is the stuff that came back. Uh, Ugh. It's, it's oh, here we go. Uh, there was also part of a bowling ball, a rainbow-striped women's bathing suit, Raising a rather obvious question about someone's trip home. A highway traffic cone, part of a car windshield, a check for a dollar, uh, an accordion, and a harmonica, and a CD holder filled with albums by Limp Biscuit. So, yeah. Lovely, lovely. New Jersey, keeping it real, I guess. I don't fucking know. All right, David Rush. Or not David Rush. Here we go. Um... Someone held boxing pads for 500 rounds. Not him? David Rush or not David Rush? You say not him? I don't think so. This is, in fact, not David Rush. Uh, This is some British yokel uh, who held boxing gloves and some dudes beat the shit out of it for 500 consecutive rounds. Uh, sorry, I was thinking about Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, no, this guy just, you know, helped people box. <laughs> um, not just 500 dudes going to town on your wife. Uh, <laughs> Mark Bebbington, a coach at the New Era Community Boxing Club in Northwich, England, started his whole, started his world record attempt on Saturday and finished Sunday after holding the pads for 500 rounds, which took more than 34 hours. Bebbington was attempting to beat the Guinness World Record for most consecutive boxing pad 
coaching rounds, which was set by Bradley John Welsh in 2014. The uh, previous owner of the record held it for 360 rounds. Uh, Bebbington's record attempt raised money for healthcare charity, care, uh, raised money for healthcare charity, cardiac risk in the youth. So for a good cause. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite a lot that he broke that record by, right? You you said 500? Yeah. I don't know how long a round is, but yeah, (laughs) I mean, I guess we can just do simple math here. Uh, yeah. Let's see if we got 500 rounds. And it took and it took thirty six thirty four hours. Thirty four. Each round is approximately fourteen hours. <laughs> Wait a second. What? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> All right. Apparently, it's not simple math. <laughs> Five hundred <laughs> rounds, right? Divided by four equals so fourteen. Okay, I see the issue here. Right. So, um, each round you know what let's move on <laughs> yeah I, I was waiting i was about to be like i don't even know what i did wrong so apparently uh you know 14 hours per boxing session whoopee uh <laughs> let's uh david rush or <laughs> go ahead. david rush or not david rush uh man sets guinness world record for pushing quintuplets in a half marathon um Pushing like not like it's a stroller. Okay, okay. He's not just pushing them down. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't sure if you meant like this was a woman who was like pushing out kids while doing a marathon or something. Jesus Christ! <laughs> just jog, one falls out, picks it up, tosses it like a football. Uh, I'm gonna say this isn't him. This is not him. This is a man in California by the name of Chad Kempel, K E M P E L. Uh, yeah, he. Pushed around four fucking kids uh, while doing a marathon. They were saying, run faster, daddy, and I'm just dying, sweating, and I'm like, I don't even know if I can go any further. I had forgotten how heavy it could be, especially when we're going up a hill, even if it's barely a hill at all. I'm basically full on holding the thing up. (laughs) (laughs) Kempel finished his 13.1 mile run in two hours and 19 minutes. Jesus Christ, I'm a fat slob. Dude, it would take me a whole day to do 13 miles. This guy pushed four fucking kids. Two hours. Uh, two hours and 19 minutes, beating the goal of two hours and 30 minutes, set by Guinness World Records. Wait, so this wasn't even a previous record? They just, yeah, beat two and a half hours. Uh, I'm the, Yeah, I, I'm the first person doing it, but when you're the first person to set a record, Guinness gives you a certain cutoff, and they gave me a cutoff of two hours and 30 minutes. Hmm. It just seems like a bet at that point. Like, I bet you you can't do this. <laughs> if you can't yeah, do this, know. you have to be Christian for a week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so we're going to stick with running. Uh, we got two more. Uh, David Rush or not David Rush, uh, runner breaks world record for golden quadrilateral run. I still don't think this is him. This is not. This is an Indian man by the name of Sufoya Khan. That's a cool name. Oh, that's a woman. That's a cool name still. <laughs> yeah, so uh uh what what is a golden quadrilateral, you might ask? Uh 
you traverse the Indian country's 3,729-mile run with a time of 110 days, 23 hours, and 24 minutes. Do you literally just run across the world? Huh. I feel like they made a TV show about this. Like, uh, like the world race or something? Like, I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but... Are they just running across the world? I don't... It doesn't fucking say. Hold on, I'll Google this. This is... I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. That's... Oh, you literally run around India. Oh. Lovely. That doesn't sound painful. (laughs) Good Lord. 110 days. Like, run around, like, the, the border of India, pretty much? I mean, yeah, kinda. Uh, I could put, um, put a put a. It's kind of like yeah, it's route. this. Yeah, it's this fucking route, which uh, fucking a. Once again, I am a fat piece of shit. Uh, I ain't fucking doing that. <laughs> yeah, India is not a small fucking country either. That is gigantic. Yeah, and um, I mean. Good for them? This is this seems fucking A. Quite painful, if I can say. <laughs> Especially in India with all the air pollution, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fucking A. Good for that person. I mean that's Okay. Questionable but... stuff here. Once my interest peaked, I decided to quit my job and dive into ultra running full time. Okay, well <laughs> things, things kind of have taken a turn here. Uh, yeah, all right. Instantly, uh, this story's pretty bad. Yeah, maybe don't quit your job to do this. Like, maybe, you know, tell them that you're doing this. Maybe they'll be lenient about you taking time off work, but I mean, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't know what job's going to let you leave for 110 days, but. All right. Uh, Lance David Rush or not David Rush. Uh, World's largest face mask is 50 times bigger than average. I mean, would you do do one of these and not have David Rush in it? I'm trying to remember if you have in the past. Because this one sounds strange enough to be him. But at the same time, it doesn't seem strange enough. As weird as that sounds. Big ass mask at COVID times? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll... yeah, I'll say this one's him, but it's not. Yeah. It's the clean sweep, baby. Yeah, uh, I this. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's see if he's nice. He's not. Not. Not this week, guys. <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, this should make it happy. Uh, this was uh, made by a Taiwan company, uh, who just made a big fucking mask at the Motex Mask Creative House an educational tourist attraction operated by the company in Chuanghua, C-H-A-N-G-H-U-A County. Hmm. I mean, that's interesting. Like, I, don't... <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, unfortunately, these are going to be a bunch of dumbass records. So, oh, it's a big mask. So, cool. I'm not putting it on. So this is like a like a like a COVID mask, right? Like the biggest one, or is this like a like a yeah, face no, mask? COVID mask. Okay, okay. Because I think uh, it, was, it measured. Go ahead. I was just saying. I think Taiwan also did a thing with 
uh, the freaking hot dog company to make like a hot dog mask. I think we talked about this before. They made like a face mask, like a beauty face mask that like was sponsored by like yeah, the Oscar Mayer baloney one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, that's what I was thinking. Is like they made a bigger version of that. That's what my (laughs) yeah, it's even more hot dog. Uh, no, uh, this is a surgical mask measuring 27 feet and three inches by 15 feet and nine inches. Uh, so still not quite big enough to cover up that gaping hole that Jada Pinkett Smith has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You could probably use that company. Thing. <laughs> Sorry. Go What's up? I was gonna say, you could probably use that thing as like, uh, what are those things that you tie up to trees? The, like, bed? Tire swing? Something like that. It, it, it's a hammock. <laughs> a hammock. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. yeah, that's what it seems like it could be used for. Uh, company official said the idea for the record-breaking mask came about in early 2020 as a means of raising awareness of the importance of face masks amid the COVID-19 pandemic. I ain't wearing a fucking mask! All right. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite quotes out of the past three years. That one's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're coming back to America. This is a southern state. Uh, cop resigns after being caught in viral X-rated TikTok video. Hmm. Florida. Do this they have is cops? Georgia. Okay. I guess they don't. Yeah. Believe it or not, Florida does have cops. Oh. Uh, but now this is an officer in Georgia who, uh, met up with someone and started getting head in the middle of a field by a cemetery and was caught on TikTok by some weirdo climbing a radio antenna? <laughs> That's Georgia for you. <laughs> yeah, this this is right out of Florida. Yeah. This is... Oh, sorry. This was a field in a cemetery. Oh. Yeah. Uh, here's the... I guess if ghosts were real, they'd love to see it, but at the same time, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Will Smith would like to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking cuck. Yeah, so uh, there's that. Um, yeah, he's he's resigned. He's no longer there. Uh, I guess this other guy, this cop, this specific cop, has had other run-ins. Uh, in 2017, the officer shot another officer in the arm in what the an incident report called an accidental discharge. He reportedly claimed he was cleaning his gun when it got jammed and fired. The question is, gun. why are you cleaning your gun while it's loaded? Yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, and then again in 2019, the officer was traveling at 86 miles an hour while responding to a home invasion call when he crashed into a car driven by a 76-year-old man who later died of his injuries. Oh, so this guy's just a uh, Yeah, I mean, that one can go either way. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it driving around. Uh, people, There's just some people who don't get the fuck out of the way yeah. when sirens are blaring. Granted, when the guy's doing 86 miles an hour, yeah, I feel, I mean, it's possible both sides were at fault here. And lastly, before getting head in a cemetery field, uh, a woman who had previously been in a relationship with the officer told police he had been harassing her. The officer later admitted to running her car tags to get her new address and was suspended for two days without pay. He also had to complete the Georgia Bureau of Investigation Security Awareness Training. So, uh, this guy just sucks. I mean, once, <laughs> yeah, this is just one bad officer. This <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, I'm not one of those people who were just, oh, fuck cops. Yeah. No, this guy's just fucking weird. And arguably, 
Uh, him getting head while on duty, probably not the worst thing he's done. This, yeah, this is probably, this seems to be one of the milder things that he's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty low on the totem pole. Yeah, I think this is but, definitely below shooting another cop. Uh, yeah. Still below a car yeah. crash that someone ended up dying from later. And um, yeah. probably still below stalking your ex. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the least offensive offense. But this is the one you resigned Got you fired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one died from it. I don't think, you know, this woman died from catching a load down the throat <sighs> and died. This is the so, one time know. where you are okay with having a load, but, like, not not. Yeah, this is the one time, gun. you know, unloading a load. This is, yeah, this is the best one. Yeah. Load. load. Sorry, just had to make that, <laughs> yeah, just had to time. even that out. <laughs> yeah, load. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, where the fuck was this? I think. Okay, yeah. So, once again... Uh, we're going to the northeastern side of the United States uh, for <laughs> quite a story. Uh, man's penis turns black and rots after he injected it with cocaine. Okay, so first of all, um, <laughs> why? Like, just like, <laughs> oh, we'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. Um, this this just sounds New York to me. This is New York. Yeah. This <laughs> it's a 35-year-old unnamed man turned up in the emergency room at Bronx Care Hospital in agony. Wait. He had spent 3 days in excruciating and worsening pain in the penis, scrotum, groin area and right foot. What's up? I was just saying, so wait, you're telling me that this guy didn't want to give out his name? <laughs> yeah, shocking, I know. The pain started almost immediately after he injected the class A drug cocaine into the dorsal vein of the penis which runs the full length of the shaft. It wasn't the first time he had chosen the mind-boggling method of delivering his high. The man admitted to having injected cocaine into the dorsal vein at least twice in the past two weeks, although without any obvious problems. He said he had a long history of intravenous drug use and most other injection sites damaged. He had turned to one of the, most, or one of the only places left, his penis. Yeah, uh, apparently when he got to the hospital, medics discovered swelling, ulcers, and a foul-smelling discharge and necrosis. Uh, the unidentified man had significant history of drug use, but no STIs were discovered. Doctors quickly started him on an IV of antibiotics, and his condition improved slowly. The patient refused to have surgery to cut away at the dying tissue of his penis, which was receiving standard wound care. After spending five days hooked up to antibiotics, the man was given a 10-day course of pills. See, you guys? Uh, this is why his condition improved, but he did not go to rehab and never went to his next follow-up. Why, why not? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, so, yeah, we probably don't need this guy. <laughs> if, I, if I'm addicted to something and I'm, and I'm down to the point where I need to inject cocaine into my cock... <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I don't know what rock bottom is for that guy, but the fact it's not this, Jesus Christ! <laughs> There's definitely something uh, more wrong than, but like you know, this guy needs to find actual help, I guess, or you know, realize that he should not be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, yeah. Um, boxing rounds uh, are usually around uh, two to three minutes. That's what it says, at least. Our simple math failed us. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I converted it into um, minutes 
to rounds and it gave me 4.08 so i'm guessing that's how many minutes it took per round so uh there you go but i just wanted to get an update on that so we don't look like complete idiots uh, i got no problem looking like an idiot that's been my whole life uh, yeah. <laughs> all right uh you know it wouldn't be anything if we didn't have an asian story on here so we're going to asia uh Robot dog carrying loudspeaker barks COVID safety instructions in this country. I feel like this is Japan. This is China. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I'm one of those people where I don't think we should be having robots do jobs, but I guess it's better than a person. That's the actual picture of what China had running down the street. <laughs> like- I find it funny we have this incredibly sophisticated piece of technology and what we use to strap the megaphone to the robot? Tape. Tape. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like the same dog that uh, Michael Reeves made piss out beer <laughs> or used to. Uh, he modified one of the dogs that look like a lot like this and made it so that pisses out beer in empty cups. But, I haven't watched Michael Reeves since he joined the. Uh, the, the yeah, yeah, I know. The, the uh, offline TV, otherwise known as the Will Smith of Twitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I 100% uh, agree with that. This is just stuff that I see still put. Oh, no, you're fine. No, I'm not feet. shitting on you for watching him. I was just like, fuck, I haven't watched that guy in a while. Why haven't I done that? Oh. That's right. He's dating. He's part of Will Smith of Twitch. Yeah. Uh, the robot, the robo dog, was heard telling residents to, quote, wear a mask, wash hands frequently, and check temperature. And more safety instructions. Hmm. I guess that's nice. I don't know. It's what the <laughs> fuck? Okay. Uh, here's a quote. I feel like this is propaganda. I hope it's propaganda. Uh, a resident sunbathing nearby said he thought it was a drone, but later realized it was a robot dog. He felt it was very fancy and has never seen anything like it before. Hmm. I mean, anyone on the internet for longer than 20 minutes has seen this robot dog. Hey, keep in mind, but it is in tape, China. So uh, is, you mean to tell limited. me China can't pro- <laughs> China can't produce something better than this? No, all I'm saying is it's China. They they limit the amount of things that people can see online. So. They limit robot dogs. Yeah, you can't look at those. <laughs> I guess not. Apparently, we also can't figure out a mounting bracket for a megaphone. Mm. Apparently, that's... Come on, man. You're a world power. Let's fucking act like it. <laughs> Caution tape with a megaphone, ain't it? <laughs> it's uh, get your game up, G. Jesus Christ! They, they use the tape so that people could see it during the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't touch the dog. He bites. He doesn't even have a mouth. <laughs> All right. Uh, so two last ones. I don't know. Actually, this one. Uh, I mean, I could figure out where one of them is. Hmm. Do you think I could figure out where one of them is? <laughs> uh, I don't think I've gotten any right. Oh, I've gotten two right. New York and New Jersey. Oh, and one you, UK. You cannot, you cannot have my cookies. Uh, Actually, I don't know where the fuck this is at. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Okay. Okay, so uh, in one of them, uh, I mean, you can f- feel free to look up the video yourself. Uh, at this woman's wedding, the groom's best man proclaims his love for the wife. Uh, the wife and the husband at that thing got a divorce, and now they're married. So, uh, I feel like this is just supposed to be some kind of joke wedding, but nope, this was a legit wedding. Um, hmm. 
Isn't there a saying that people say of like don't invite your ex to your wedding or something like that? But Yeah. This I mean, I guess it was it wasn't an ex, it was just they were like best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Step one: How to yeah. get out of the friend zone? Pro- progress your love to to the one that you want while they're getting married, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, this, uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like this is a U.S. story, though, for sure. But yeah, this this is for sure a U.S. story. That's all I got, though. Mm. I'm gonna go with Oregon. I feel like this is a thing that uh, those those people would do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a blonde white lady with a nose piercing. Solid guess. It's either Oregon or California. Yeah, definitely seems like west side of the of the U.S. on that one. Yeah, the oddities. Uh, finally. Watch her be in Alaska. Uh, <laughs> it's completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> There's not enough women in Alaska to be married. Uh, so lastly, uh, it's just cool footage off of... Uh, Appomattox deep water oil rig in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, this is the video that they shared, and uh, of which it is a giant squid attacking whatever the fuck is in this camera thing. Or at least investigating it. I mean, I think you should. I think the people of the podcast need to hear your reaction. Okay, so uh, I see a spinning thing. I'm guessing that's a camera. I see what looks to be a tentacle, but I'm not entirely sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a squid. Did it say giant squid? (laughs) Giant squid. It's a big fucking squid. It just so, yeah. looked like it groped it and then left. <laughs> it's true. Uh, do you know? Yeah, they really did. You do you know how a uh, male squid have sex with a uh, female squid? Is there anything like the hentai I've seen? Uh, they rip off the tentacle filled with semen and give it and shove it into the woman. Huh. Or they give it to the woman and then the woman shoves it into her. Huh. Did I learn that from Jada? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean that's all I got. So uh, Will Will Smith, you're a cuck, and uh, your wife's a bald, ugly bitch. Yep, and that's my way of also saying thank you so much for listening. Um, you guys have a good day, and uh, yeah, bye bye. <laughs>